Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. It's not just songs that you're singing with a group of kids, but you're literally, by pushing play, you know, on a song that you listen to in your car or that you lead them in at church, you are unleashing God's power to be at work in your classrooms, in your homes, in your cars. And and that that is just something that excites me. And today's guest is trying to spread that excitement. We're joined today by Yancey Weidman Richmond. She's a worship leader, songwriter, and author. She recently put a book together, Sweet Sound, The Power of Discipling Kids in a Worship, as a way to share with people how important it is to reach our children at an early age and how easy it can be done. She's going to share that with us and so much more today. We're joined today by Yancey Weidman Richmond. She is a Dove Award winning singer, songwriter, and producer of hundreds of songs sung around the world that make Jesus loud. First of all, let's get to know you a little bit better. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you down this path of ministry. Yeah, so music has always been my thing since the time I was single digits. I really knew that God had put me on this earth to do music. And so that was, that was my focus growing up as a kid and a teenager and got kind of a, an early start in this whole world of music. Um, this fall, I, I will actually celebrate about 25 years of traveling and recording music, which is really cool. But it was about 14 years ago that I officially changed my focus to be for kids and families. I I grew up a preacher's kid and my dad actually did children's ministry. And so it was something I'd grown up all around. Um, Never knew that God was going to mix together those two things of children's ministry and music. But God just started opening up doors. And I kind of say it was like a bunch of easy yeses for a few years. You know, it was just like, sing on this recording, write this one song. You know, there was just some random opportunities. And finally, 2008 was kind of one of those moments where you kind of look up and you realize you're like, I think God is clearly like shining a light on this path. And so that's been my focus for these past 14 years. And it's just really, really awesome. I love um, leading kids in worship, helping churches lead their children in worship and the ministries that they have, and as well just being the soundtrack to a family's day as they, you know, travel to and fro in the car, um, listening to my music and just helping to plant God's word inside their kids through it. When it comes to kids, why is it so important to focus on kids and kids ministry? And what is it about it? I know you said you grew up and that was, you know, what your dad did. That's what you grew up surrounded by. But why is it so important to focus on kids and kids ministry? Yeah, well, I mean, we we know, I mean, even even if those listening have watched The Chosen, you know, TV series, there was an episode in the first season where you saw a beautiful picture of just Jesus surrounding himself with a bunch of children. We can see that in scripture. Um, there, there's so many things we can learn from kids, um, even about our own faith, just by, by watching them and watching how they respond to the Lord. Um, but kids are so important. I mean, the, I, I am a fan. There's a bunch of scriptures in the Bible just about children and worship. And really an eye-opening moment for me was the day that I came across Psalm 8, 1 and 2. 
in the message translation, it says, God, brilliant Lord, yours is a household name. Nursing infants gurgle courses about you and toddlers shout the songs that drown out enemy talk and silence atheist babble. And it was one of those moments where you read a scripture and you kind of think to yourself, did that just say what I think it said? You know, and I reread it again and I'm like, okay, if, if the praise of a toddler, you know, that might have snot coming out of their nose, or, you know, maybe they were throwing a a tantrum about something 30 seconds before, you know, like what, whatever challenging situation it might look like to think about that little child singing out a chorus of how great is our God or singing God is so good to think about the power that's in their worship, being able to transform the, the, the heart and mind of someone that maybe doesn't even say they believe in God. You know, if it stops them in their tracks enough to, to reconsider and rethink that through, that is something that is very, very powerful that I want to be a part of. And I know for me, it opened my eyes. It, it helped me shift and see that it's not just songs that you're singing with a group of kids, but you're literally by pushing play, you know, on a song that you listen to in your car or that you lead them in at church, you are unleashing God's power to be at work in your classrooms, in your homes, in your cars. And, and that, that is just something that excites me. It is amazing. Like even my, my, I guess he would have been like three years old at the time. My son, one day we were talking and um, we were talking about how something was made. And I said, Oh, blah, blah, blah made it. He's like, no mommy, God made everything. And I was like, what? You're yeah. three years old. And you, you know, how, how do you understand this? How are you catching on to this? It is amazing when you hear those things come from their, their little mouths. For sure. And, you know, music, music is something that is sticky. It has amazing memory to it. Uh, there's, there's so many things that I listened to even as a child in the car with my mom, you know, worship tapes that she would play. And, you know, it's not that I've have those songs in a playlist and I've listened to them regularly over the past several decades, but God's word that was within those songs got locked inside of me. And when I hear, you know, a pastor preach a sermon or I hear a scripture shared or someone says something about a certain subject, what starts playing in my mind are some of those songs that I heard as a kid in the car, driving around town, running errands. Um, and that just excites me because I realize it's not, it's not even always about this week. Um, what you're playing for your kids. It's about what happens when they're 16 and what happens when they're in college and what happens when they're in their first, you know, major job and what happens when they're going through a career change or a spouse walks out or a family gets a certain diagnosis. God's word in this, these songs is alive and it comes back to their remembrance to help them get through whatever it is they're facing. And so I I often like to say, even to church leaders, like what you're doing, it's not just about Sunday morning, but it's really about their future. And I think that's a great reminder for us all. A broad way to look at things. Now you're writing about all of this in a new book, Sweet Sound, The Power of Discipling Kids in Worship. Why did you decide to write this book? 
Yeah, well, you know, I have been helping churches, you know, by providing them resources, songs I write, videos, all that stuff to kind of partner with them to help them lead times of worship. And, you know, the whole time that I've been in this space, I've I've known that there wasn't much in the area of training and just helping have, you know, tangible tools that a, a worship leader could get their hands on to help them just learn and grow how to do it better. Uh, but at the same time, it never, it, I, I knew it wasn't the right time in the past, you know, how sometimes, you know, a need is there, but there's just a pause that you're, you're getting from God on it. And so as I walked through, you know, 2020, obviously a crazy year and I was home a whole lot more. I just, that summer, I knew that God was telling me like, okay, I want you to write this. And mm-hmm. You know, I felt like he had given me time on a silver platter as well, <laughs> where it wasn't, I wasn't busy touring, doing some of the normal things I was doing. And so I just knew, I knew God was inviting me into this time to write this book. And, you know, I um, really just feel like there, there's a lot of other things I have planned, a lot of other trainings and tools that I want to do in the future. But this is really, I think, the first step in the first conversation where it's like, if we were if we were meeting face to face and you were telling me about what your struggles were were with or what you were having a hard time with in the area of just making this connect and work with your kids um i think these these are a lot of the first things that it would be like okay well let's sit down and let's talk and so i just share um my heart and my passion for kids worship i share the insights that i've you know, the revelation really that I've received from scripture of the power of kids worship and just the power of worship in our own life. I know every person that reads this book will personally be, I believe, challenged and stretched and their own understanding of the power of worship will grow within their own lives. Um, And then the last third or so of the book is just a lot of practical information and knowledge just to help those that are worship leaders in churches um, just understand how to how to plan worship sets and introduce new songs and focus on preschool worship or create motions just some practical things but but the first you know two-thirds of the book really is just um, kind of theology of worship and kids and why it matters and why it's something we need to have in action in our lives, our our personal relationship with the Lord, our families, in our ministries. In your time in children's ministry, have you been able to see that transition from people going from just, you know, simple like Sunday school, hey, Jesus loves me, this I know too, you know, actual full-on worship. Have you been able to experience that and see that happen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's like so many things in life. There's so many people at different points in the journey. And so, yes, to everything you said, it's everything in between, you know, there's, there's certainly places where it connects and it works and it's like, yes, this is what it should be. And there's so many places where it's like, there could be so much more. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel like that's one of the things with the book is, Really, I think it's an invitation to to help open your eyes to see that, wow, there really can be so much more. And you have an opportunity to introduce kids to God's presence and to help them learn the pathway of being able to run to the Father with everything they face. 
and worship helps us do that. How do we get people to kind of, obviously there's the book, but what other ways can we start getting people to um, wrap their minds around this and to transition and to change um, their mindset on things and realize that kids are important and, and reaching them at an early age can impact their lives moving forward? Yeah, well, um, so, so many things. I think just dig in. You know, sometimes when I when I talk to even Christian parents, it's just like they have no idea that there's um, Christian media resources available for their family. So beyond Netflix, beyond Disney Plus, you know, there's there's great children's entertainment that they can find through some places like Minnow and Right Now Media and Yippee, and so. Um, I think just as a a Christian parent, I would say dig in and find some faith-based things that you can introduce your kids to. There's, you know, there's books that I've found for, for my son that he can read, you know, um, there's so many things. And so probably, you know, look, look beyond just your normal, your normal places and find the things that are going to help build their faith and the things that you want to get planted on the inside of them. Because, you know, that's the thing, like our time, our time with them within our homes ultimately is really, really limited. And so we want to make the minutes count. And, you know, that's why I love music. It's like, you can make every car ride count. You know, I have a, an 11 year old son and a five-year-old son and my five-year-old, he's in one of those phases where we've just been having so many conversations lately because he's asking questions about what he's hearing and the songs that we listen to in the car. And it's just a a great, easy way to disciple your kids um, just by talking about what you're hearing and, and helping them connect the dots with their faith and what that song is talking about. You have children yourself. How has your own ministry impacted them? Yeah, well, I mean, I feel I feel like they're they're wonderful tools in my arsenal, you know, like they have inspired me to write certain songs. And, you know, there's even moments I've thought about, I'm like, I don't know if I would have ever written super wonderful if it had not been for the fact that my son was obsessed with superheroes, you know, like he, he, my oldest was one that loved to dress up and we changed superhero costumes, what felt like 20 times every day throughout the day. And you know, so they certainly have inspired topics for certain songs that I write. And then, you know, now that they're both a little bit older, it's like, even as I'm writing, it's like, I can check and be like, okay, do you like it like this or like this? And would you rather say this word or say this? And so they're certainly a great springboard. Um, But I, you know, I was doing music for kids and ministry for kids even before I had them. So certainly my, my eyes, we're open before, but I think you just, you start living things out and you inspire and you realize even what's missing and what's needed and things that could help other families and other churches. And and so that's kind of the place that I'm at with it. In your time in children's ministry, what has been the best part? Mm. Well, I think, I mean, it's so amazing. I I had someone this morning text me a video of a group of kids in a Christian school, you know, singing along one of my videos on the screen, I'm singing along. I think just that process of, of truly like getting to be a part of what people are doing. 
Um, I think that's one of the biggest shifts for me throughout the years is getting from a place where like, okay, it's not just about me on stage, literally getting to perform and sing songs, but writing these songs that other people take and become a part of their life and their journey and their days and, you know, chapels that they're a part of and church and all of the things. And just realizing that, you know, this side of heaven, I will likely barely meet, you know, all the kids that I was able to impact through this music. Um, But knowing that I get to be a small part of what these families and churches and camps and VBSs are doing to impact the lives of these kids. And just knowing that, you know, I'll I'll understand and see the full harvest of that um, when we get to heaven. But even a couple of weeks ago, I received a message from a girl on Instagram who she'd been a big, big fan of what I did when she was a preteen. And, you know, she's now a college student and she's walking through a health crisis. And she, you know, just messaged me. She's like, I don't know if you'll remember me. And I totally did. I knew exactly who she was. Um, But she, you know, she told me, she's like, Hey, one of your songs like came to my mind. She was like, God is for me just came to my mind as I'm sitting here in the Mayo clinic waiting to have this procedure done. And she just was like, thank you for the impact you made on me then, but you're still making on me now. And I think that's just one of those tangible, like the proof is there, you know, that as they grow up, um, it's not just about what they're experiencing currently as a child, but it's what you're planning inside of them for their life as an adult. And as they walk through hard things and just for them to be reminded of what God's word says and what God's promises are to them. And to just be a small part of helping that happen is such a gift. Moving forward with your book, what do you hope in the end will come from this? Yeah, I I think for eyes to be opened, that's that's the biggie is just for people to to really be able to understand what's at stake here, that it's not just going through the motions and checking boxes and just saying we did it, but it's actually helping kids experience God's presence. I'm convinced that if they can taste and see that he is good, they will hunger and thirst for more of him. And so that's my prayer. That's my hope is just that um, leaders and parents and, you know, church leaders, worship leaders, that they'll just read this and they'll, they'll have that aha moment to go, oh my goodness, like this matters. And I need to be intentional in this area. I need to be strategic in this area and just to know that that from it will just be disciples that learn to live their life for Jesus and walk that out every single day. And that's what I'm looking forward to and what I hope will come. Sweet Sound, The Power of Discipling Kids in Worship. For those interested in picking up this book or learning more about you, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, so... Uh, if you're interested in the book, it's available from Amazon and Audible and all those places. You can also go to yanceyministries.com forward slash sweet sound. And then on Instagram or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all those places, look me up with the username of Yancey, not Nancy. All spelled out, Yancey, not Nancy. That's kind of my name. So go follow me there and you can learn more about all the things I'm doing. Thank you for all that you do. And thank you for joining us this morning. You bet. Thank you.
And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.